0: Welcome to Football with Susan. This is the sound of the crowd going wild. Football with Susan would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we record, the Wadawarong people and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. My name's Catherine, and in this podcast, I talk to my mum, Susan, to find out her thoughts and feelings about her beloved Geelong cats across the 2022 AFL season.
1: Hello, cats fans, and Catherine.
0: Hello, mum. How are you? Happy Susan. Happy Susan. <laughs> We're a bit, we're a bit late to the, uh,
1: we are, to the mark of this one. Yeah, yeah. It's almost past it's you by day, but, um, <laughs> we've had a few things that we've had to contend with over the last yes. three weeks.
0: Would you, would you like to explain?
1: Um, well, we haven't talked about the game yet. No. No, but I, I, my, my husband and Catherine's father and I both have had COVID and it's Taken us two weeks, at least two mm. and a half weeks, to start feeling normal again.
0: Yeah. Do you or think this was your... close to
1: normal in my life?
0: Yes. Do you think this is the price that you've paid for Geelong's oh, grand final I think it might win? Have
1: been, Catherine, I've missed all the celebrations <laughs> during the week at the, in Geelong because I couldn't go anywhere Aww. and I was feeling too yucky to even think about it. But I did manage to watch the replay three times. <laughs> Good. I I think I'm due for another one. I think I need a bit of a top-up. You
0: need a hit, a hit of uh, a little grand final. Okay, well, that's very exciting. Well, for those who are not aware, Geelong won the grand final uh, on the 24th of December. Sorry, that's not right, 24th of December. September. 24th of September. Oh, my notes. We're we're almost to the end of the year then. Yeah, yeah. And Mum went to the grand final we did my number one
1: daughter uh, Megan who is
0: me a uh, Catherine's sister um, <laughs> uh, not it ranked in in
1: order of, of anything other That's than good. she was the firstborn and um, Megan and I were lucky enough to get tickets to go to the grand final and it was unbelievable. unbelievable absolutely fantastic we were so excited and the day was it was incredible and the team were incredible it was a I know for a lot of people, especially the Sydney fans, it was a bit disappointing um, because Geelong absolutely demolished <laughs> Sydney, which was very nice for me too. I didn't yes. have to worry at all after quarter time. I was completely
0: relaxed. You just had to. You just got to back <laughs> But sit it was just
1: such, such a huge event. I mean, a hundred odd thousand people there, and all you know, crazy fans. And look, you know, but at the same time, it was one of the nicest events that I have been to. It was pretty, um, you know, for a lot of people, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. And the crowd was extremely well behaved. But unfortunately, I think either on the train or the tram or in the big crowd somewhere along the line during the day, I think I must have picked up COVID, (laughs) Um, even with a mask, unfortunately. Mm.
0: I can imagine that you would have been very excited on the train, made lots of friends. Uh, Did you have a good time on the train apart from getting COVID? Well, on the train, I actually had
1: to stand all the way from Geelong, which actually wasn't so bad in that it was an express train, so it didn't stop between the Geelong station and a Southern Cross station in Melbourne, but it was still 45 minutes of standing, which you know, for me these days is a little bit more than I want to do, Mm -hmm. and um, my back was by that stage a bit sore, uh, but yes, Um, so that was a little bit sad, and then, but the tram was excellent, you know, all the trams in Melbourne were free that day, for you know, the city area and a little beyond, Mm -hmm. so there was no problem, plenty of staff around to support and assist and answer my ridiculous questions (laughs) such as, does this one go all the way to Richmond free? (laughs) And the answer was, The customer service officer looked at me as if I might have, oh, here she is, this is this old lady. (laughs) He doesn't read her information. Um,
0: You give those Mikey people all that you can. Yeah, Well, they
1: were fantastic, I have to say. They were really, really um, friendly and they were happy and they were able to give us good information. And all day we had nothing but good service. It was really a nice day.
0: Excellent. Everyone was happy. Shout out to Yarra Trams. So, and then you got there, you're obviously ready for a sit down. Um, and Megan did tell me that, um, at about the quarter game mark, you started kicking the chair in front of you.
1: (laughs) I have this involuntary, um, impulse,
0: Mm -hmm. Catherine,
1: Mm -hmm. that when... One of our team is kicking the ball. My foot kicks oh, too.
0: right.
1: I know. It's a terrible habit and I apologise profusely to the man in front of me. Uh-huh. I said, oh, look, I'm terribly sorry.
0: And what did he <laughs> My say? My foot just goes out
1: involuntarily and kicks <laughs> to kick the ball. And he looked at me as if I must have been a bit silly. Uh-huh. And Megan had to put her... Ankle around mine for the rest of the game
0: to stop my foot from checking. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. Oh, Megan. She was very good at those things. <laughs> well, um, for those who are not aware, so on the 24th of September, not December, Geelong and the Sydney Swans went head to head at the MCG Melbourne Cricket Ground, One yes. 133 yes. to 52. You've answered my first question, which is, is that a thrashing?
1: It was an absolute annihilation of Sydney Football Club. Yes, we. Okay. I. It was um, a little unexpected. Um, but the Geelong had been playing so well for the finals. They had done everything you could expect them to do. And Sydney, unfortunately, the week before, almost lost to Collingwood in the last few seconds of the yes. game. Um, and that might have been an indication that they weren't quite up to scratch mm-hmm. well, because they had been winning by a number of many points, I think 30 or so, and then all, and, and Collingwood started coming back and Sydney could not stop the run. And I should have thought to myself at that point, hmm, this is um, an interesting idea. So Collingwood fans, of course, think that um, if they had been playing us that it would have been a different thing. But nah, Geelong would have beaten anyone on the day. They were just too good.
0: Too good. Well, um, our our final question every week for the last um, one, two, uh, I think eight episodes has been – Obviously out of ten, how yes. likely do you think the Geelong's winning the premiership next year Yes. And actually you were at a nine. So I, I was would at say a nine, were, I was
1: pretty confident, you were pretty wasn't confident. I? Yeah. Yeah, I know. At least... That is unlike me, but I really did think that we unless something terrible happened and the and the team got sick or, you know, all of a sudden, um, we were doing pretty well. We were well on the way yeah. and that was how it turned out. Well on the way.
0: Well, it was um,
1: very exciting.
0: But how, as you know, I like to rely on questions from the crowd to, um, you know, move content forward mm-hmm. in a football mm-hmm. sense yes. because I, I don't know anything about football. Um, mm. Although I am learning a lot. Three seasons in, I'd say I've learned some keywords and players. Um, <laughs> but here's our first question from the crowd. Megan Kelly from Eagle Hawk, who was yes. your grand final buddy? She um, was,
1: was my grand final buddy. Yes. She
0: says, what was the highlight?
1: Being with Megan.
0: No. pandering. It, yeah,
1: yeah it, look, the highlight was winning, of course, but um, I can't say the highlight was Robbie Williams. A lot of people would have said that the pre-game entertainment by Robbie Williams was, you know,
0: Well, that was one of my questions. Too good to be
1: true, Uh but um, I am not a fan, I have to say. Robbie, if you're listening. He's just a showman. I mean, you know, he's just flashy and he's just – and the pink suit and all that just doesn't do anything for me, Catherine. I'm sorry. But I looked around the crowd and I could see that I was greatly in the minority of this Right. the The fans were pretty excited uh-huh. um, to have uh, Robbie Williams out there performing. I mean, it was such a big show, and he did put on a pretty good show. I have to yeah. say, he had, you know, he lots likes to of jump Singers and the, the the props were pretty f- fantastic, mm-hmm. and the band was pretty good. and And he sang um, You're the Voice by John Farnham, which had the whole crowd singing, which was pretty amazing. I mean, even I know that song. You know me. I love that song. And we used to sing it. Remember? Oh, you probably don't remember. You would have been too young. But when we first moved to Geelong, 1986, and you were six months old, Uh you were a little bit small, Mm -hmm. um, the school near where we lived used to play that song. Over the loudspeakers of the oh. school during recess, or to tell the students to come in from recess and oh. lunch, and they would put John Farnham's "You're the Voice," and we would all—your sisters and I—and you, if you were awake—would dance around the backyard the to
0: voice, John Farnham's "You're the Voice." So it's a big, there.
1: it's a big song.
0: It's, yeah, it's a big one and a big, uh, a big one that brings people together.
1: It does, and people love it, and, of course, John Farnham has been extremely unwell, mm. and I think um, everyone likes him. Um, and so, look, it was the whole crowd just sang. It was huge. That's it was great. a huge, you know, 100,000 people singing this anthem mm. about people raising their voice and mm. making sure they're heard about all the injustices in the world, and I think it's um, people, you know, it's good. It was oh. good. That was a, That was a happy moment.
0: That's nice. Well, I haven't had much sleep. I'm feeling a bit emotional. <laughs> oh, don't I didn't get sleep her. very well. This could be the first episode where someone cries. Let's... Don't do that! Don't do that! <laughs> All right, I'll try and keep it together. As the host, I'll try and keep it together. Um, okay. Okay. Well, Mum, just take me through the game quarter by quarter. Not, oh, not gosh, long. Cancer. Not long. Just a little don't. bit on each quarter. Just a-
1: Just a couple of uh, pertinent points. Yes, please. First quarter, the game was a little tight for about 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and then Tom Hawkins kicked two goals.
0: Yeah, and that's when you kicked the chair.
1: uh, From a a ruck um, hit out, Mm -hmm. he grabbed the ball and kicked the ball through the big sticks twice within two or three minutes. Uh The game at that stage was over. And uh-huh. once he did that, Sydney kind of crumbled. Yeah. Second quarter, Sydney um, tried to come back a bit. They uh-huh. kept up with Geelong. We were By the end of the first quarter, we were, I think, 30 points ahead at that stage. Uh, Sydney tried to come back in the second quarter, and, you know, they did stick with Geelong. It wasn't um, a big... Um, break at halftime, I think, I can't even tell you what it was, to be honest, I can't remember, but they didn't do too badly in the second quarter, and Geelong just kept on defending and attacking and doing things very well. So at halftime, you know, Sydney perhaps could think that they still had a little bit of a possible, you know, comeback in the third quarter. Mm -hmm. Third quarter, after halftime, Geelong came out and within five minutes kicked another two or three goals. Awesome. You know, it was just like that, and I think they kicked something like seven or eight goals in the third quarter to mm-hmm. nothing. Sydney didn't kick anything. yeah um, I mean, you can't win at that point, you know you've you've had it. Last quarter, um, Geelong still continued in their run, and I think Sydney did kick some uh, three or four goals in the last quarter. But the game was pretty much finished, and they they were looking terribly dejected. Um, and oh, so that's sad. That's last quarter,
0: sad,
1: uh, Joel Selwood, our captain, who um kicked a goal, and the crowd came to its feet because he's been playing now well since two thousand and six. Oh no, two thousand and seven. He played in that two thousand and seven premiership team as a young boy about 18 I think he was and now he has just since this game since the grand final he's announced his retirement so a big and he knew he was retiring he had made the decision he was finishing and I think the team probably knew he was finishing that day so all in all the last quarter was just one big celebration
0: no and how many times did they play the song
1: Oh, at least three or four. We stayed for the medal. Um, I did. The, the give all the medals to the to the finalists yeah. and all of that. But then we had to leave because Megan needed to catch the train get back to Eagle Hawk yeah. or else she wouldn't have got home till midnight, which would be ridiculous. And we, so we left probably after 15, 20 minutes and we didn't see all the celebrations, but we certainly um, yeah. saw enough. And it was no it was a fantastic
0: and did you get any sleep at out, all yeah. that night did I what sorry did you get any sleep at all that night oh, I think I slept very well actually <laughs> oh, <good. The> sleep <laughs> and of it was, a was woman... the next day that,
1: yeah. that your father said oh I've got a bit of a sore throat I feel a little bit like I'm getting a bit of asthma and I said oh that's no good and, you know where's your ventolin all that and um And it wasn't until probably the Monday that I started feeling a little bit unwell. So we are a bit unclear as to exactly where we picked it up. Mm. You know, we could very well have picked it up somewhere else for the fact that, you know, know, your dad actually started becoming a bit unwell before me Um, could indicate that he picked it up and and handed it to me rather than the other way
0: around. So it might not even be someone It might not even
1: be the grand final that did Mm. it. But who knows, Catherine? Who knows? Either way, we got it and it was, you know... We've spent two and a half years trying to avoid this nasty virus. We've done everything right. We've had four vaccinations. We've worn masks through supermarkets. We've just done everything we could, socially isolated, done all the right things, hand hygiene, and still just one slip somewhere. and um, there you go. And, and There you go, and it was, wasn't was pleasant. It wasn't nice.
0: Um, Well, this question from the crowd is from Bridget Kelly, your regular football going buddy. My regular football buddy, yes. um, She sent in a few, but the first one just reads, coat. Is there a story with the coat?
1: Oh, the coat. Oh, yes. The story with the coat is that I only have a red raincoat. Uh Uh-huh. As I do because, yes. you know, red is one of my favourite bel- colours.
0: I believe we talked about this in the last episode.
1: Yes. And so I um, said I can't possibly go to a game Geelong and Sydney when red is the main colour of the July, of the Sydney football club because yes. the people will mistake no. me for a Sydney. No, and no, I no. thought that wouldn't be good. And Bridget sent me a message all the way from Italy and said, I have a blue coat in my wardrobe or somewhere. We're in the house, yeah, just go and find it and you can wear that. Case solved, done. So the coat yes. was worn, I was warm enough, yeah. Actually, it was a beautiful afternoon, um, it, was lo- it was sunny and, and you know, reasonably mild, it was quite a very pleasant day. So I didn't need a lot of warmth, but it was nice to have Bridget's blue navy blue coat to wear to the ground. I think that's what she probably means.
0: Okay. Yes. So she's just looking for a review of the coat. Yes.
1: And, of course, you realise that Bridget watched the game in Italy in Rome from an Irish pub. At 6.30 in the morning.
0: (laughs) I did know that, and uh, what a dedicated fan she is. What a
1: dedicated fan she
0: is, and um, it was good that she could find some place that she could celebrate
1: the Geelong win, being a dedicated Geelong member that she is too, yeah.
0: Well, um, this could relate to uh, the next question, which is also from Bridget Kelly in Belmont. She says, how long does the afterglow of winning the Premiership last (laughs) – In other words, (laughs) should we expect Ugly Susan to return? Oh, oh, you mean at the football? I think she's asking how long in general are you going to be feeling your effervescent premiership feelings?
1: Well, she was a little disappointed in that I had taken down my football decorations from from the front of the house. I had... You know little Jimmy the, the teddy bear dressed in blue and white stripes he was sitting on our front door and I had two Geelong football club scarves around our decorated um, porch and so I'd had them up for the week before the grand final and then the week after the grand final but after a week I decided perhaps it they needed to come down Bridget was horrified she thought I had left it up nearly long enough so and religious. That, she's yeah, and she said, you know, she saw a lot of houses still with the decorations, and I really needed to leave it up a little bit longer, mm-hmm. so I think she also means that in her question about the afterglow, I see. Um, but I think that, uh, you know, I can't complain, I don't know, i I'm feeling okay.
0: Okay. Well, I guess I, there was a bit only, of a dampener
1: think, with COVID. I think Susan only appears during football games. I okay.
0: don't think she appears in normal life. Oh, that's nice to know. So um, we've got a, a few months yet of uh, the delightful off-season, Susan. Oh, there's yeah. a little bit of COVID now. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of COVID cough, yeah. So um, who is your shout-out for the game? Oh, man, there's just
1: too many. Um I'll give you two. Of course, Isaac Smith won the Norm Smith medal mm-hmm. for best on ground. So, of course, he's a big shout-out. Yeah. Second, Patrick Dangerfield yeah. had a fantastic game. and he, he won the award for the best in the whole finals series. He played an exceptional game. Um, our goal kickers, uh, Tyson Stengel, the guy could go on, the whole team. There was not anyone in the team who did not play right. well. So it's. I could just mention the whole team.
0: Everyone, everyone gets the Susan Kelly Medal for Perry everyone Shippen. gets the,
1: for for high achievement. Okay. Yes.
0: And who gets the Susan Kelly Medal for the season?
1: Well, the um, Geelong Football Club Best and fairest awards were. It was a tie between. Jeremy Cameron, my favourite forward and Cam Guthrie my favourite centre player so it was a tie my big shout out this year for the season is probably Tyson Stengel what a story and he has been such a revelation for our team first year playing for Geelong he was um, going to be on the football scrap heap last year at the end, two clubs had rejected him after things that had happened in his life and he, Geelong took him on uh, because he's so talented. Uh, and with the help of the wonderful Eddie Betts, who um, came down to Geelong as an assistant coach, w- um, they've been able to really bring the best of him to the, to the game. He has had a fantastic season. Um, oh, look, Joel Selwood, best, best captain that's been around for a mm. long time. Uh, Tom Hawkins played a great game. Uh, look, I could go on and on. It okay. Well, this was, this, this
0: was the whole season I asked you about. So uh, the whole season, look, I think,
1: um, oh, I'm pretty keen on Tyson Stengel. Okay. I, I think that's I an think excellent
0: he, answer. He, he. Well, you could continue if you like. No, <laughs> no.
1: I think I have sung his praises in almost every podcast.
0: I agree. I agree. Um, so, um, just thinking about the season in general, if yep. the season of 2022 for the Geelong Cats was a roller coaster, mm. um, please describe that roller coaster for me.
1: Well, we sta- we didn't start off all that well. Okay. I mean, we were a little bit, you know, if washy washy at the beginning of the year, had quite a few injuries to start with. Um, there were still some questions hanging over the way that we were playing the game and the coach and um, the fact that, you know, some of our players, we have the oldest team in the competition (laughs) age-wise, yes. And that was why um, at the end of the year when the players had their Mad Monday celebrations, they dressed up as aged Oh. Aged people, you know, elderly people yeah. with their pipes and their coats and their berets and what have you because we were thought to be too old and too slow.
0: And, then and you they were having him.
1: a. The joke was on everybody else because in the end we might have been too old, we might have been too slow, but we were too good.
0: The oldies and got it done.
1: The oldies win again and the experience of their age and the fact they have been managed so well during the year. The roller coaster. yes, we started off, I think we lost three or four games in the first ten matches. Yeah. You know, we, remember I started off and I was pretty excited at the beginning and then I dropped down yeah. to about Yeah, well, you started at a 7
0: and then you went down and
1: to And then five. I, I started picking up. And the turnaround was when we beat Richmond at the NCG about – I'm thinking that was about round 16. I can't quite remember which which game it was, but when we beat Richmond, um, we looked we looked like we we were a little, you know, fading them. Yeah. They were really. Um, it, last year we would have lost that game because they. Richmond would have run over the top of us in the end this year we just kept on going and going and going and I, it, that was when it all changed and then we beat, beat Carlton who were doing pretty well at that time at home we beat Melbourne um mm. in that run we we was you know really starting to show that um the team was coming together the, the, the people that were in started coming good from their injuries and I think the team was really well managed throughout the year with giving people time to rest so they took people out of the team for a week or so uh, rather than just playing them every week. They would give people rests and that really worked. It was a good strategy. Great. So is that
0: what you meant by the
1: roller coaster? I think you have – By the end? Yep. We were just
0: we were just steaming along, Captain. Steaming yeah. along. Yeah, just riding it to the uh, finish yep. line.
1: Riding the wave.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, well, uh, perhaps it's a good time for uh, this question from Kevin Kelly in Heighton. Oh right. He says, uh, what's next on your bucket list?
1: Well, the reason he asked that is because I've never been to a grand final before, and this was the thrill of a lifetime. Yes. You know, and I won't go again. It, it was too <laughs> it was just, it was all too much. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was a bit shattered. Um, <laughs> but what's next on my bucket list? Well, how long? How long have you got? I mean, we're going to be getting out into the countryside um, with our little pod to start doing some. You know, camping trips, and um, we, uh, we're not going to probably get too far, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to, yeah, so at the moment, our, our bucket is fairly small at the moment, Okay. A bit of camping, a whole lot of gardening, staying out of the rain, we've had a lot of rain, yeah. Um, in the last few months And it just continues at the moment where our, our river is raging At the moment, absolutely raging I saw it
0: yesterday water. and it was raging
1: and, Yep, and um Then I have Got to Yeah, no, I haven't really got any Major wants yep. On my,
0: well, you know
1: I um, think staying out of the rain of is travel, good But like, no, travelling is not Really, um I don't know, I was getting
0: COVID. going to Melbourne. <laughs> well, look, if you if you come to Melbourne, I'll make you a cup of tea. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yes. We can have a quiet
1: moment together. Yeah. I
0: could even put it in a bucket if you want. Yes, um. in a bucket. <laughs> a
1: bucket of tea sounds good.
0: Yeah. Um, look, staying out of the rain in a cup of tea sounds like a pretty good bucket list to me. Um, and... Uh, Maybe we could move to my favourite segment, um, yes. Susan in the community. Have you seen any football players or written any letters lately? I have not written any letters, Catherine. Mm-hmm.
1: I have been fairly low-key, not having been, you know, it took me two weeks just to be able to remember my name. Yeah. Um, so I haven't really done anything okay. greatly like that. I haven't seen any footballers oh, in the community. They have been, um, because I didn't go to any of the celebrations, I didn't, no, no, I couldn't do any of that, and a lot of them have left the country, a few of them have gone to Ireland, Um, there's one of our players, two of our players are of Irish, um, recent Irish uh, arrivals, and uh, one of them, in particular, has just gone back to play in the Irish Gaelic football league, wow. and all of his uh, defence teammates have gone with him. Oh wow! So, um, there's a, there was a photo I saw recently on Facebook of about seven of our players with this one guy in Ireland watching him playing uh, Gaelic football. So Aww. there you go. Isn't that nice? That's International organisation. Huh. And. Um, and others have gone to play football in Darwin. Eddie Betts, I noticed a photo of him in the paper today. Wow. He has gone to Darwin to play with a, a Northern Territory football league. So look, they are all just doing bits and pieces all
0: around the town, or, or having a holiday, they're or doing getting their things, whatever. And they're not bothering me at all. Okay, and you're not bothering them as well. And I'm trying to, you know, stay cool. <laughs> and do you have any plans to hold the cup at all? Well, if it comes
1: within my grasp, yeah. but I, I don't think I'm going to be getting any win. Because, because I'm not at work anymore, Catherine, mm. you know, and I'm home most of the time, mm. I just don't get to um, mix in those circles. When mm. I held the cup back in 2007, I was working and the cup came to our workplace.
0: It yeah, was brought I into our
1: workplace and it was, it was a pretty magnificent thing to be able to hold it.
0: <laughs> I remember. I remember. You were very excited. I think everyone been, in Geelong had their picture taken it with it. it. Okay. They're not thinking somewhere. of the retirees, are they? They should really be going door to door with it. I know. We should be
1: going door to door. I'd be more than happy for someone to land on my doorstep. With yeah. The cup and say, Susan, here, have
0: a hold. All right. You well, you have given all of your money. You have given your time. You have given your fandom. Yeah.
1: To this cup. Yeah. You have bullied them into it. You mm-hmm. have cajoled them.
0: You've written and letters.
1: I've written the highs and the lows.
0: Yep. The, li- and, the librarian. Um, I- you've taken on nicknames.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I've taken on nicknames. I've dealt with the uh, the fans that from other teams, which sometimes has been not so pleasant.
0: <laughs> Look, I think you've done more than your fair share. You've answered. <laughs> I think I have. So you've I answered a name question. I think I need a rest
1: now to answer. <laughs>
0: Um, well, if I could take you through, uh, your, um, feelings on Geelong's premiership win, just after your little, uh, coughing. Um, so we started the season at a seven out of 10 winning the the premiership, went down to a five, went to a six, six and a half, seven, eight, the lid is still on. And then eight, the lid is off. And then finishing at a 9 out of 10. And I'm assuming now we get to be at a 10 out of 10 for the first time ever.
1: Well, I'm at a 10 right now, Catherine. You can't go any higher than that. You You can't go any higher than that. And until the next season, we are the premiers. We are the ones. We are on top. We are the winners. And everyone will be coming for us next year.
0: Ooh. Absolutely
1: every team will be coming for us next year. Do so, you
0: have any messages you know, for them they when they They're going to have to
1: have a good rest mm-hmm. before they start their pre-season training and yep. then get straight back into it again. We need a new captain mm-hmm. because, as I said, Joel has now retired. Mm-hmm. Any um, And I don't know who that will be. Um, but we'll, it will be a whole new generation of players. So mm. that is going to be exciting.
0: Great. So um, is there anything else, As this well, as this has been our final episode for our third yes. season, any reflections, anything you want to share? What have been your highlights podcasting this year, Mum? Oh, I don't
1: know. And maybe other people could tell us what the highlights okay. are.
0: I'll collect you know? some. I'll we need collect...
1: more. We have, we've had a quite a few new people yeah. join our yeah, we our have questions from the crowd. I think that's the highlight for yeah. me. It always our, has been. Our podcast has gone fairly wide yeah. and we've got a few new listeners and yes. that's been fantastic. Well, um, mm-hmm. And I'd like that to continue if mm-hmm. possible, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Maybe people need to – I'm a bit disappointed we don't have other people sending in questions for this particular podcast. Well, we're
0: a bit late, I think.
1: We are a bit uh, late. And this people one. Have, you know, for, as I said, they've kind of – Yes. Over it. I think
0: it's, it's, they are going to be oh, yes. delighted yes. when they hear this. Um, well, my my neighbour, um, Hamish, as I said yesterday to you, has um, only just joined our listenership. And his oh, comment was he couldn't believe how much I he learned so much about awesome. our family. <laughs> so, Susan, uh, thank you to Susan <laughs> and to everyone who contributed to No, reply. but you why not? Know, if you've life got a question, <laughs> Susan, please feel free to I, I mean, no. my so guess so is if you're listening, you probably way to contact and me. And, you know, things kind uh,
1: of start getting in we've had... You know, we've had different family members we who have. have contributed
0: absolutely uh, on the day started off with very early on a couple of years ago with
1: lily who was um you know a baby youngest person in the family giving a, a few little renditions um, as as we were podcasting, and we've had you know introductions from um, Megan and Bridget mm-hmm. and Kevin mm-hmm. and ja- Jared mm-hmm. and Jono's asked questions. So, Look, you know it's been a family affair, really, hasn't it, Catherine? Absolutely. And you've learned so much about football. Aye. You're even texting me during games these days.
0: Yes. Look, I'm, I, know I might really, not be watching I'm just them, shocked. But... <laughs> Look, normally uh, I may not be watching them, but I think I figured out the right thing to say in response. Yes. So that's the main thing, I think, isn't and it? Yes. Which emoji yes. to choose is the yes. main one. Um, and I'm quite good at that now. I think Thanks Well, especially
1: when you were telling me that you went to find Jared at the football game at the pub recently and you walked in to the said that said place and someone said to you you're right there love
0: (laughs) this little (laughs) this little boy I swear he was 19 and he just goes you're right love and I thought where am I am I um (laughs) squeak. yeah he could not have been more than 19 um well, well jared was entertaining the troops he was jumping around entertaining everyone it was very funny um well i've had a fun season Mum. thanks yes, for me
1: too Catherine.
0: thanks for talking to me on sunday afternoons about football
1: yes and
0: yes. it's been you fun. know
1: it's a bit of fun it's not meant to be um i certainly we're not you're giving the uh, very st- strong analysis of all the, the build-up and the teams and everything. We're just having a good.
0: We chat are just having a good enjoying
1: chat. enjoying yeah. the conversation. That's Look, the main thing. I
0: very much hope this is not where people are going for their football news because <laughs> well, if they are, they're in for a huge shock. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, is there okay? Well, maybe is there anything else you wanted to mention? Um, any important points we haven't talked about? About the I game don't think so. I, I think that
1: we have covered just about everything. We've given them a taste of what it's like to be in a crowd of 100 odd thousand at the MCG. We've talked about the beautiful day that it was and the entertainment, the pre-game entertainment of Robbie Williams. Yeah. We've talked about the excitement of the game, the travelling on the train, yeah. you know, all of the things that, that make up uh, an interesting overwhelming event (laughs) and I must say I did get home and I was just
0: (laughs) (laughs) and your total uh, health breakdown afterwards
1: (laughs) yeah and a total health breakdown (laughs) okay two weeks afterwards yes Um, but look Catherine it's been wonderful it's been right.
0: lovely. What and a, what I'd a like season. to hear
1: from from the fans whether they would like us to continue next year.
0: Oh, or mum, not. I feel like I, that is well and truly up to us. We can talk about that. Um, maybe if anyone has any feelings about it, yes. let us know, um, and Susan and I will take them into consideration. We will take them
1: into consideration. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Well. Um. Out of ten, how likely hmm. do you think it is that Geelong is going to win the premiership next year? Well, at the
1: moment, it has to be a team, doesn't it? (laughs) It does. They're definitely the best. They've done very well in the trade period this year. They've got some new uh, rising stars coming into the team next year as well, and um, I can't see how it's all nothing but good right now. And the girls have been Mm The Girls, the Geelong uh, Football Club women's team, is doing very well as well, so it's all looking up at the moment.
0: Excellent. Mm. um and what's for dinner?
1: I've no idea I left it in your father's <laughs> hands wow. I said whatever you want to cook it's fine with
0: me very capable hands okay yes. Sounds, yes sounds delicious and what about you? um no idea absolutely yeah. none I think I have um no idea
1: <laughs> I don't want pizza I've had pizza yesterday lunch <laughs> dinner. And lunch again today because uh-huh. of uh, my birthday pizza that we yeah. had yesterday it was delicious. Have you but finished your birthday cake? I don't think I want cake? pizza for dinner tonight again.
0: Have you finished your birthday cake?
1: I haven't quite. I've got one piece left, okay. and if that is still if that's gone by the time dinner's finished, I will be very upset because <laughs> okay. so I've been saving that one piece. Uh-huh, <laughs> I've been uh-huh. saving that one piece. Well,
0: I wish you the best of luck with that
1: thank you for cook thank you for baking me a beautiful tart
0: Catherine. you're welcome I have a I have a little tart that I made with leftovers in the fridge too so Jared was very upset on the way home when he found oh. out that I hadn't brought any tart with us oh Jared it's my
1: birthday Jared it's my birthday
0: yeah I'll pass that on um and then yeah so anyway we might be eating that for dessert um we'll see <laughs> I'm not sure about dinner oh dear might think I I'll might let have you to go. stop talking. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Cats
1: fans. Go cats. Go cat. Okay. Bye. Bye.